Hi, Creative. It's Lauren here, and I wanted to ask you a quick favor. If you like the show and it has helped you, please remember to rate, review, and follow it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Also, consider sharing the show on your Instagram stories or Twitter. Tag the guest at Unleash Your Inner Creative and at Lauren LaGrasso, and I will repost to share my gratitude. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. And now, let's get to the creative chat. Do you like astrology? How about human design? Are you involved in an organized religion? Are you in a friend group? Chances are you said yes to one of these questions. Now, my question for you is, are you following any of these things so blindly that you may have lost yourself within it? Hello, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative. I'm Lauren LaGrasso. I'm an award-winning podcast host and producer, singer-songwriter, public speaker, actor, creative coach, and this show is meant to give you tools to love yourself enough to go after whatever it is that's on your heart and redefine your relationship with fear by taking it out of the driver's seat of your life. We talk about mental health, spirituality, creativity, the creative journey and process, and all sorts of self-development tools are brought to the table. And today, I want to talk with you a little bit about systems and trusting systems and how important I think it is to trust yourself above it. Do not put your trust in any system so much that you forget your own wisdom. It's really important to know the difference between using something as a tool and becoming its tool. And this came to me because I've been seeing some really kind of alarming, I love, okay, first of all, I love astrology. I really like human design. I have great respect for astrologers and human design readers and experts. I I do think it's incredibly interesting and can be a very useful tool to help you understand your life, the world, and your relationships. That said, by the way, some of my best friends are astrologers, so I'm not talking about them and what they do. But that said, I've seen some very alarming things about astrology on the internet as it's gained popularity. Because when something gains popularity, you know, there's a lot of good information that goes out about it at first that's grounded in truth. And then people who know just enough to be dangerous with it, get their hands on it and start populating the internet with things that are half truths or quarter truths or way less than that truths. And I've been seeing lots of things that like kind of advise discrimination against certain signs. Like let's say I was following an Aquarius page and Aquarius is a zodiac sign in case you don't know. And it had certain things that I should do as an Aquarius. But if that doesn't resonate with me, why am I taking that to heart? Now, advanced astrologers will say, well, there's so many other things in your chart. There's a reason that it doesn't resonate. But I've also had like advanced astrologers read my chart and they've said things that I'm like, that isn't true for me at all. Maybe it's a hallmark of that particular chart placement in general, but it's not true for me. So if I was so bought into the system that I just thought everything that the system told me was gospel, I would just take that as gospel and be like, well, it, it doesn't quite work for me. It's, it's not something that resonates. I don't feel it in my gut. It doesn't feel like truth. But you know, if I think about this and I put these two things together, that could kind of make sense for me. I'm saying don't do that anymore. Unless there's something in what someone's saying that feels true, You don't have to make it true about you just because someone within the system said it was so. And this is a lot less of a problem for me with astrology than it is with human design. I've talked about this on the show a few times. I'm starting to find this 
this topic to be extremely problematic because it's limiting. Astrology to me is much more expansive. Human design is like, you can only do these things. This is what your energy was made for. Don't do anything else. Stick within this. And recently I was listening to a podcast by two people I really do respect, and they were talking about human design and what you're supposed to do with certain energy types. And it was in such a limiting way. They basically were saying like with human design, okay, I don't know if I've explained this on the show, but basically it's a system that says based on all these like ancient kind of like different systems, this guy like put them all together and said like, this is how certain energy types are meant to live and exist in the world. And I happen to be a projector within that system. And the projector is supposed to wait for the invitation, meaning like I'm not supposed to do anything in life unless someone invites me to do it. Like I'm not supposed to go on a date unless I'm invited on a date. I'm not supposed to go for a job unless I'm invited into the job. Like I can put things out and have people like them, but all of the juicy parts of life are supposed to come to me and fall into my lap. In theory, that sounds nice. But what if you have an idea to reach out to somebody else? Isn't that an invitation? Like, where did that idea come from? Wasn't I invited from my own intellect or thoughts or God to to reach out to someone? Like, it doesn't quite make sense. And so if I'm sitting there thinking, oh, gosh, I have to wait for the invitation, my whole life could pass me by (laughs) and I never go for the things that I want fully because I'm always sitting there passively. But like, these people are so convinced that this is the only way. And that part of it has always felt off to me. Like it's never felt true to me. And there are some parts of it that are true. Like I don't always like cold calling people, but I do like telling people what I do and then like asking them if they know anyone who could help, you know, like that's a thing. And so if I'm just sitting there so blindly following what this system tells me to do, then I'm missing out on being myself. I think that many similar things happen in organized religion. God is a beautiful thing. Jesus is a beautiful thing. Like all the, all the religions have like beautiful principles that they stand upon. But when they get into the hands of people, oftentimes they get screwed up and twisted because it's a human interpreting God. And I would just say to you, if you're taking even religion too seriously, Ask yourself, does that feel right? Does that feel like something that the God that I know would say? Do I agree with that? Like, I'm just trying to encourage you, don't get so ingrained in any job, organization, spiritual practice, friend group, like even family, that you lose yourself because you know the truth about your own life. You know the truth about your own humanity. You know the truth about your own soul. If it helps you and it helps you make sense of the world and it helps you get closer to yourself, great. But if any part of your body goes, "Uh -uh, something's not right here, this doesn't feel quite right. I don't feel aligned in what this organization is saying or what this description of my human design type is saying or what this part of my chart supposedly says. Really ask yourself, are you using this thing as a tool to understand yourself and others better and to understand life or have you become its tool? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I want to give you a practice to really ask yourself if something feels right. And you can use this with 
teachers you're working with, with coaches, with projects you're thinking of doing. But what I want you to do is to really tune into your body. And when you're around this person or you hear someone say something or you read something, ask yourself, does my body feel expansive and open and like it's opening up to a new truth and to possibility? Or does some part of it feel crunched up and like it's collapsing in on itself and like that icky, sick kind of feeling, even if it's at a low level? So the open, expansive feeling, that's you being in some sort of truth for you, in your soul, in your human body. That icky, contracted feeling, that's you engaging with something or someone that isn't a part of your truth. And there are a lot of parts of that podcast I listened to that made me feel contracted and icky and angry. Because someone's telling me that that's who I am and that is not who I am. So really start thinking about that. And even just when you're engaging people on a one-to-one level, like, you know, I think I've talked about this a bit on the show, but something I started doing when I was going on dates with people or even just hanging out with friends, I'd ask, how much Lauren am I being right now? And I would literally think of a percentage in my head. And I think that's something really smart and important to do when you're engaging with any, you know teacher or or collaborator or just like just in general when you're taking in information how much of myself do i feel right now does this make me feel like more of myself or like it's got the potential to bring me to more of myself or does this make me feel like less of myself and send me into shame and make me feel smaller and contracted and like going into the sunken place within myself you know these are important questions to ask and i think it's really fun and exciting when we find a new system that it seems like could help us or teach us more about ourselves. That's why we love taking quizzes. That's why we love learning about astrology. That's why we love like Myers-Briggs and and Enneagram and all these things that teach us. But when it starts to veer from helpful to cultish, that's when I get worried because I'm not – the thing I am most allergic to in life is groupthink because that's what leads to cults. (laughs) So I just implore you, if you're ever in any group, If you're studying any sort of thing, keep your wits about you. Be a critical thinker. Don't just take something at face value because someone told you it's so. If something resonates with you, that is wonderful, and I encourage you to keep going toward it. But the second something doesn't feel right, you don't have to agree with it just because you've agreed with other components of it. Stay open to critical thinking with everything and anyone that you love or like. It's really important. You're... I don't think anything deserves our unconditional allegiance if it doesn't help us feel comfortable to be ourselves and stand in our own truth. So my message to you is trust yourself over any system. Trust your own wisdom over any system. Trust your connection with the divine, with God over any system. What's more, if something is discriminating against someone else because of what they were born into, then fuck that. That's bullshit. That's discrimination. Don't engage with that. Don't let someone who's posting that kind of stuff engage with you. We all have personal experiences and we want to label it as like a a universal one, but it's just simply untrue. I mean, just because I met someone with the name Sally, my favorite name, and they were mean to me, that doesn't mean that all Sally's out there are going to be mean to me. But yet a lot of times astrology or like human design or 
I don't know, like so many of these things takes one thing and puts it under a microscope and makes it everything or just like distills it down to a place where it's not really showing you the full picture. Like there may be a hair of truth, but it's like so distilled that you're not seeing the full picture. So I just want to encourage you to trust yourself because I do think too, lack of trust in yourself is right up there with lack of self-love. I mean, I think that they're very much interconnected and the base of a lot of our issues. Hone in on your self-trust and self-love because I don't think that putting these things above your own self-knowledge is helpful. Use them as a tool and leave them when they don't make sense. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Follow me at Lauren LaGrasso. Follow the show at Unleash Your Inner Creative. Post about it. I'll repost to share my gratitude. Also tag our show producer, Emily Shulmanovich, at We Can't Find Emily, so she can repost too. And thank you, Liz Full, for the show's theme music. You can follow her at Liz Full. My wish for you this week is that you really work on developing your own self-trust and tuning into that inner voice that knows the truth of your own life. I love you and I believe in you. Talk with you next week.